Philly versus the world. John Iliano here flying solo 3.0. We're going to get into the NBA free agency and all that has been going on these past couple of hours. It's about 9.35 right now. I'm in Pennsylvania, beautiful Bucks County, where there is literally nothing to do besides recording podcasts and watching ESPN and literally reloading my timeline on Twitter, more specifically of Adrian Wojnarowski. But the Jimmy Butler news just came down about 20 minutes ago. We're going to get into the Jimmy Butler news. We're going to get into the Tobias Harris news. But first, let's get into the big news of the entire day. The Brooklyn Nets, the little brothers of New York, coming out on top to sign Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. And I must say, I was totally, totally wrong on this. I did not think KD was even going to take a meeting with the Brooklyn Nets. I had a good feeling about uh, Kyrie going to the Brooklyn Nets, but I thought he was going to go just by himself. But not only are Kyrie and KD going to Brooklyn, it's DeAndre Jordan as well, along with Garrett Temple, who will be a solid role player for Brooklyn. And all of a sudden, now Brooklyn has become a lethal team in the East. Maybe the entire NBA, but we'll see about that. I think, obviously, their year is going to be 2020, not 2019. As we all know, KD suffered a torn Achilles. So we'll see how that goes in 2020. But... Let's get into it here. Kevin Durant, his decision to leave Golden State, it came out a bit of a surprise. I did think he was going to leave. I thought he was going to go to the Knicks. I thought he wanted to become the guy who would bring the championship back to the New York Knicks and be somebody who had his own team, almost like what Jimmy Butler wanted with the Miami Heat. But I guess he's okay with being the guy alongside Kyrie Irving. And honestly, I must say, I am very concerned about the fit between Kyrie and Kevin Durant. These two guys, you're talking about probably the two most emotional NBA players in the league right now. And I'm so interested to see how they're going to fit together when it comes to maybe a mishap on the court. These guys are bipolar. And I think Kevin Durant, the fact that he even had issues with the media in the Bay Area, mm, that's not going to fit well in New York, where it's the media capital of the entire world. And now Kyrie, who had issues with Boston. It's probably a little tougher. The Boston media is a little tougher than the Bay Area. So it's probably worse than, it's probably worse for KD. But Kyrie, he even had issues with the media in Boston. So now both of them together are going to be in New York. It's just, it's a weird match. We'll see what happens there. But I'm interested to also see how Kyrie is going to take in Kevin Durant when it comes to 2020. Because now in 2019, Kyrie Irving has this team on his own. He'll be the guy alongside with Spencer Dinwiddie, Jared Allen, Garrett Temple. It's a good, it's a good solid squad. And now... It's almost the rules have reversed for Kyrie and the Boston Celtics. When it came to Kyrie being injured the first time around he was in Boston and his team went far in the playoffs, 
They went to the conference championship. And then when we all thought Kyrie was coming back and, oh my God, we were all saying Boston's going to be a great team along with Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, those young, that young core. With Kyrie coming back, Boston might be the NBA champs. They might be better than the Golden State Warriors. Now, Kyrie finds himself in the position of his former teammates. Because now he'll be the guy in 2019. But when a guy like Kevin Durant, who's a better player than Kyrie Irving, comes back in 2020, will Kyrie be okay with almost passing the torch to Kevin Durant? I mean, we got to see how Kevin Durant plays. It's a torn Achilles. Nobody has ever come back from a torn Achilles and be the same player as they were prior to the injury. I mean, maybe you could say Dominic Wilkins, but that's probably a little too early for most of our listeners here. But I I don't know if Brooklyn, on paper, their team is very, very good. But I'm not sure emotionally or mentally they're going to be able to come together. Because, like I said, Kevin Durant and Kyrie, they, I just don't think they would mix well together. So I'm really looking forward to see how they're going to mesh together mentally. Physically, I think they'll be okay. Kyrie, I didn't think he was more, I didn't think he was a passing point guard, but he showed it this year. He had a career high, I believe it was seven assists a game in Boston. So I guess he has shown the ability to, or the willingness to pass the ball, but we'll see that in 2020. Okay, so let's move on to other free agent news. J.J. Redick. He's signing with the New Orleans Pelicans. It's a two-year deal, $26.5 million, according to Adrian Wojnarowski. My thoughts on this is that I'm a little confused because J.J. Redick, he said he wanted to retire as a 76er. I'm not sure if the Sixers offered a contract to J.J. Redick. We'll find out. Sooner or later, it's going to come out. But... You really cannot believe what these players say nowadays. And we'll get into what Jimmy Butler said because I have a huge issue with Jimmy Butler and what he said earlier, not even earlier this year, previous five years, since he's been traded the first time from Buffalo, oh, from Buffalo, from Chicago to Minnesota. So we'll get into that. But J.J. Redick, he said he wanted to retire as a 76er. I know a man should never count another man's money. But for the right situation, for the right fit, I think J.J. Redick should have taken less to stay in Philadelphia. You had the best time in your career. He even mentioned that. He admitted to that. He had the best time in his career playing in Philadelphia, in front of the Philadelphia fans. He went the furthest he's ever been in the playoffs with Philadelphia. So now you say you want to retire, but then you go ahead and sign with New Orleans? I'm sorry, but I know New Orleans has a great GM and David Griffin, and he's got Zion Williamson. We'll get into that. We'll be talking about Zion in a little bit also. But Drew Holiday, former Sixer, cool, I guess. Sure, solid defender, good point guard. Yeah, but he's not going to take you anywhere in the Western Conference playoffs. All right, now you got Lonzo Ball. One of the most overrated players in the NBA is Lonzo Ball. Oh, he plays great defense. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, sure, I'll give you that. He plays good defense. But the guy cannot stay healthy. He's got a jump shot. That makes you want to cringe every time I look at it. All right. Brandon Ingram, the guy who was supposed to be the next Kevin Durant, he's overrated also. The Pelicans should have never even traded 
Anthony Davis, unless they got Kyle Kuzma in that trade. However, J.J. Redick, I don't know how he's going to be fitting in to New Orleans. I don't think he'll be in the starting lineup. Because I think it's going to be Lonzo, Drew Holiday, Zion, Jaleel Okafor, and Brandon Ingram. So now, obviously, in that lineup, you've got to have J.J. coming off the bench. Why wasn't J.J. willing to come off the bench for Philadelphia? That's my question. Maybe Philadelphia offered him a contract and it wasn't that good enough. Or maybe Philadelphia didn't even offer him a contract because they said to themselves, he's 35. How much does he really have left? But then again, why did they sign Al Horford to a four-year deal? He's 33 years old. I'm very interested to see what comes out out of this deal for J.J. Redick. And I was so surprised. That's probably the surprise of free agency right now. That's probably the surprise of free agency right now. J.J. Redick to the Pelicans. Who would have thought of that? Because the second it hit 6 o'clock Eastern, J.J. Redick to the Pelicans. Police. That's a bad move by J.J. Redick. He went after the money. I guess I'm a player. I'm a guy who believes players should go after the money. But you're 35 years old. You've made your money, J.J. You should go get a ring. You should think about fit, not the money. Come on. Oh, have fun in New Orleans. Oh, my God. We have to get to the Knicks. We have to talk about the New York Knicks. The Knicks, they stink. They are a dumpster fire of a franchise. I mean, I think it's hilarious because a month ago, everybody in New York was bragging about the team they were going to get. We're going to get Zion. We're going to get Kyrie. And we're going to get KD. We're going to have the big three here in New York. Well, a month later... None of them are in New York. Hey, oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Let me back that up. KD and Kyrie are in New York. But in Brooklyn, you let the little brother franchise, that is the Brooklyn Nets, sign two top-tier free agents. Way to go, New York. And their excuse, it just came out about an hour ago. Their excuse for not offering the max contract to KD was because they were concerned about his injury. Okay. All right. That makes sense. All right. Sure. But you guys weren't worried about the injury when it came to Amari Stoudemire, Joakim Noah, Carmelo Anthony. You guys signed them all. But then again, oh, it's all right for KD. We don't want to. We don't want to take the chance on KD. It, it doesn't make any sense. When you do take the chance on a guy who's coming off an injury, it's all crack players. Oh, but for KD, a generational talent. Eh, no, we're going to back up. We're going to learn from our, our mistake and not sign KD. We're not even going to offer him a max deal. Oh, but you know what, though? We're going to go to L.A., meet with Julius Randle, a guy who only plays with his left hand. Oh, we're going to give him a deal. We're going to give him a big, fat-ass contract. And then we're going to sign Taj Gibson. They are so bad that they don't even know how to be a bad team. They tried tanking, and all they got was R.J. Barrett. I think R.J. Barrett will be a, a good, solid player, sure. But he's not gonna—he's not a Zion type. I mean, maybe he'll be better than Zion. Who knows? But the Knicks can't do anything right. And I know, as a Sixers fan, I shouldn't be rooting for the Knicks to be good. But I think the NBA is a lot better when the Knicks are at least competitive. I mean, now we'll have Brooklyn be a competitive team in the East. But that stinks for New York Knicks fans. I mean, that's funny, though. They can't even do a good job on being bad. 
That's how bad they are. They're probably a worse franchise than the Cleveland Browns, the Florida Marlins. It's it's really embarrassing. And the fact that they got Julius Randle, and last week, Enos Cancer, he compared Zion Williamson, Julius Randle. He said that Zion is Julius Randle with Hawks. <laughs> there you go, New York. You got your Zion. All right, let's talk about Tobias Harris. Let's get to the Sixers right now. The Sixers brought back Tobias Harris on a five-year, $180 million contract. I'll be honest, I did not expect Tobias Harris to come back. I thought Jimmy was coming back. I really thought Tobias didn't want to be here. I thought he didn't like being the third or fourth option. I thought he wanted to be at least the number two option. But maybe he heard that Jimmy wanted to go to Miami. So he was willing to be in Philadelphia without Jimmy. Not that there was any bad blood between Jimmy and Tobias, but there are some reports that Jimmy and Tobias just didn't like playing together on the court. They were cool off the court, sure. No problems there, but hey, you know what? I'm okay with the Sixers giving the five-year deal to Tobias. Five years with $180 million, and then that's not even the max, which is pretty nice because the max contract is five years, $190 million. Tobias got five years, 180. And then the rest of the 10 million that's supposed to go to Tobias, it went to the three regional manager, Michael Scott. Obviously, his name, he doesn't go by Michael, but Mike Scott, we like to call him three regional manager here in Philadelphia. But I really like that deal for the Sixers and Tobias. He deserves it because last year at this time, the Clippers, they offered Tobias Harris a four year, $80 million. Yes, I believe it's around that number. And then a year later, Tobias, who has his father as his agent, that's pretty sweet, but he has his father as his agent, and then they get $100 million a year later. That's a good agent for you folks. Let's just get into the Jimmy Butler news. Miami is finalizing a signing trade with Philadelphia to acquire Jimmy Butler. Leak sources tell ESPN, Andrew Wojnarowski tweeted that out about 50 minutes ago. So Jimmy Butler, he's a fraud, all right? I like Jimmy, but now I like him a little less because right now he looks like a bad guy because it didn't work out in Chicago where you were the man. Then you went to Minnesota. You had your former coach in Tom Thibodeau, and then you wanted out of there. Oh, okay. All right, fine. You want to be in Chicago? That's fine. You don't want to be in Minnesota? Who the heck wants to be in Minnesota? All right, we'll get that. And then you come to Philadelphia. And then there's reports early on, you don't get along with the coaching staff, blah, 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 blah. All right, whatever. You hash that thing over a little bit. Okay, whatever. And the playoffs come, and you are the man. You are basically the backup point guard behind Ben Simmons. And you carried this team throughout the playoffs. You said you wanted to be the man. You wanted the star power. You wanted a good supporting cast around you. You were tired of being surrounded by guys who weren't, willing to put the work in to get to the championship. Jimmy Butler, come on. You're a fraud. Because now you're going to Miami. What the heck's in Miami? Answer me that question. I mean, besides fine honeys down in Miami, that's all they got is down there. It's palm trees, fine honeys, nice bars. I mean, it's a party spot. But as a team, you've got Eric Spolstra, who's probably one of the most Overrated coaches that we've ever had in the NBA. Now, 
news just came up right now. DeAndre Jordan has agreed to a four-year deal, $40 million with the Nets. Adrian Wojnarowski just tweeted that out. But back to Jimmy Butler, all right? Jimmy Butler, you said you wanted to win. The money does not matter to you. Well, you're talking out of your ass, all right? Because in Miami, you're not going to win. All, all you are is going to be the man. All right, that's fine. You want to be the man? Be the man. Just come out and say you want to be the man. Now you'll be the man in Miami. All right? Congratulations. You got what you wanted. But don't be a liar and come out in the media and the exit interview in Philadelphia and say, you know what? Money doesn't matter to me. I got all the money in the world. I just want to win. Well, dummy, your best possibility to win was in Philadelphia. Now, I I will admit, I am not a guy who wanted to give Jimmy Butler the five-year max deal, which is, again, five years, $190 million. I wouldn't have done that. Because right now, Jimmy Butler is 29 years old. But by the time the season starts, he'll be 30. All right? So he'll be 34 years old when the contract ends. Jimmy Butler, I understand, he's a great player. I am not convinced that this team... The Philadelphia 76ers can win a championship with Jimmy as the max player. Especially just turning 30 years old. I would have just signed him for three years at the most. So, but that's probably what the Sixers were giving Jimmy Butler. And he said, you know what? Screw you guys. Kiss my ass. I don't want to go to Miami. They're willing to give me the five-year $190 million. All right. You know what? Have fun in Miami. Being 43 and 41, all right? Maybe the eighth seed in the Eastern Conference, all right? Because, Jimmy, I got news for you, man. The Sixers are going to be a better team than Miami Heat. Also, you're not going to win a championship in Miami with you being the man, all right? You're not going to be able to pull off what Kawhi Leonard was able to pull off in Toronto. It's not going to work like that. Especially because now the Miami Heat, they just shipped off Josh Richardson. So good luck. Because you're not going to have anybody down there. Oh, great. You're going to have Hassan Whiteside. Who's a bum? He's solid, I guess, sometimes when he feels like it. Then you got Bam out of bio. Sweet. All right, cool. Tyler Harrow. Okay, cool. He's a rookie who can shoot. But, Jimmy, you're not going to be successful in Miami. And if that's all you wanted to be was to be the man... In a great spot like Miami. Don't get me wrong. Miami's a great spot. Pat Riley's a great president to have. Miami's a great spot to live at. I mean, I've never been to Miami, but from what I've heard, it's pretty nice down there. Like I said before, they got a lot of cute honeys down there. Sure. But come on, man. You can't be talking out of your ass and say you want to win. If you wanted to win, you would have stayed in Philadelphia. But that's all right. Whatever. But now let's get to the Sixers side of the street. Right now, it seems like the Sixers, all they got is Josh Richardson and the Jimmy Butler deal that to me that is come on. I like Josh Richardson. He's nice. He's solid. He's cool But that's not enough for me to just give away Jimmy Butler I mean, maybe the Sixers didn't have much leverage. Sure. I guess But you gotta hold it down You have to be able to say to the heat listen, man The Rockets right now. They're offering PJ Tucker And Eric Gordon That trade sounds better than just Josh Richardson you got to hold it down, Elton Brand. It's all right. Whatever. I'll take Josh Richardson. He's cool. He'll be a starter for the Philadelphia 76ers. He's a young guy. 
we'll take it for now. But I thought the Sixers could have gotten a lot more in the Jimmy Butler trade. But it's all right. It's not a big deal. Whatever. Have a great time in Miami, Jimmy. Hopefully this works out for you in Miami, Jimmy. I wish you a ton of luck. <laughs> not really. But it didn't work out in Chicago. It definitely didn't work out in Minnesota. And now it didn't work out in Philadelphia. Oh, okay, go. Go to Miami. Now, if I'm an NBA team, that's three teams that were okay with shipping off Jimmy. How many more teams? How many more chances is Jimmy Butler going to get? A lot has happened since the last episode of Philly vs. the World. So I haven't gotten a chance to really talk about the Anthony Davis trade to the Lakers. What about that? So listen, this is my concern for Anthony Davis to the Lakers. Listen, I love the trade. It's going to be great. It's going to be, it's going to be entertaining to watch Anthony Davis along with LeBron James. But I have a huge concern about big men playing with LeBron James because as we saw in Miami, Chris Bosh, he was a great player to have inside the paint. I mean, obviously he could shoot too, but that's all he became in Miami. He became a perimeter guy as a number five. No, 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 no. I, don't, I didn't like that about Chris Bosh. Even though he played that role very well, I'm not a fan of big guys, big men, playing with LeBron because we saw that with Kevin Love. Kevin Love essentially became a seven-foot point guard or seven-point shooting guard. Now, Anthony Davis, he's not even as good at shooting the ball than Kevin Love and Chris Bosh. He's solid, sure. Mid-range, he's a good shooter, sure. But his thing is playing inside the paint, getting to the rim, and defending the rim. I'm not sure if Anthony Davis is going to be able to put up the same numbers that he did in New Orleans or have the same impact that he did in New Orleans that he'll have in L.A. LeBron, he diminishes big men, in my opinion. I'm excited to watch, but I'm not going to be able to say, whoa, A.D.? LeBron James and Kyle Kuzma, oh, they're going to win an NBA Finals, all three. No, 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 no. I don't think that's going to happen between the three of them. Maybe they'll get there, but I don't think they'll win it. Now, if they get Kawhi Leonard, ooh, that's a different story, ladies and gentlemen. Kawhi Leonard with Kyle Kuzma, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis? Hmm. That's a very, very, very good lineup. That's probably the best lineup we'll ever see. Hmm. Actually, now, you know what? I still think Steph, Clay, KD, Draymond was the better lineup in life. Actually, yeah, I'm going to go with the Warriors. I think that's the, still the best lineup. I don't think we'll ever see a better lineup than that. But that potential lineup of AD, Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James, Kyle Kuzma, and then maybe TJ McConnell. I think that's a pretty good fit. That's a solid fit, I guess. Sure, why not? That's a that's a really good lineup. We'll see what happens. But I think I think Kawhi, he will end up a Laker. Because right now, there were reports earlier in the year, for a long time, probably for a year now, that Kawhi wanted to go to LA. For a little bit, it was the Lakers, but for a while there, it was the Clippers. The little brother of LA. Now, we saw the Little Brothers of New York able to get KD and Kyrie. We'll see if the Little Brothers of LA are going to be able to get Kawhi Leonard. 
if I was Kawhi Leonard, I wouldn't even think about going back to Toronto. No, 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 no. Not me. Toronto, to me, is not a good place to go play basketball. If it was up to me, I wouldn't even have put a franchise in Toronto. I'm a big hater of Toronto. I'll admit it. Why does the NBA feel like they should have a team in Canada? Why? I mean, they're not even called. Or they're not even a good fan base. Oh, Toronto, you're going to have Canada as your fan base. Not only Toronto, you're going to have the whole country behind you. Blah, 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 blah. No. They just got behind them when they got really, really good. They weren't there when the team was bad. I mean, I know a lot of fan bases are like that. But when I think of Toronto, I don't think of basketball. I think of hockey. Canada's hockey country. I mean, as a player, do you really want to go play in Toronto? I mean, I don't know what the heck is wrong with DeMar DeRozan. He really loved Toronto, but Toronto was like, you know what? Screw you. We're going to ship you to San Antonio. Have fun playing with Greg Popovich. But if I'm Kawhi, I want to go back to Toronto because there's nothing for you to, like, market-wise. And it's cold as hell up there. I mean, I've never been up there, but from what people say... It gets a lot colder than it does in the United States. And Lou Williams came out earlier this week and said, when you're there, the money's different. The bank account, more specifically, is different. The TV channels, it's different. The weather is terrible. You got to move your family to an entire different country. You got to move your kids there. No, nobody wants to be in Toronto. And Kawhi, he is a California kid. He's a Southern Cal kid. He's used to growing up or waking up to palm trees in his backyard. Fine honeys walking on the sidewalk. In Toronto, you don't see fine honeys. Everyone's dressed in a trench coat. Well, besides that, besides the fun, off the court. But let's talk about on the court. Toronto, they got really lucky in the NBA Finals. I know they worked their asses off to get the title, sure. But if KD hadn't gotten hurt, if Clay Thompson hadn't got hurt, the Toronto Raptors aren't the NBA champions. It's the Golden State Warriors on a three-peat. Honestly, Kawhi shouldn't even, even consider going back to Toronto. Because now, Masai Ujiri, the guy who traded for him, he's going to get offered a big contract from Washington. Ten years, $100 million. That's the report. It came out around the time the Raptors won the NBA Finals. It was actually the day after, maybe a couple of hours after, actually. Especially if Masai leaves. Why would, why would Kawhi stay in Toronto? You did what you wanted to do. You won a title. Now go win a title for a third team. You know how badass that would be? Kawhi would probably be the only superstar that I know of to be able to win a championship, potentially be the finals MVP for three different teams, that would be amazing. And you get to play with LeBron James. Who doesn't want to play with LeBron James? I don't get the hate that comes with playing LeBron James. Plus, you're in L.A. What more could you want, Kawhi? I will be shocked if Toronto is able to retain Kawhi Leonard. I mean, to be honest, it's a perfect spot for Kawhi Leonard. I don't think you could ask for a better spot for Kawhi Leonard. And 
his company, New Balance, they prefer him to be in Los Angeles for obvious reasons. To make more money. You're not going to be able to make the same amount of money if you're in Canada. The whole we the North thing is crap. It's crap. It's one of the worst slogans. First of all, Toronto, you're in the south of your country. It's not even the north. You're the north of the United States of America. So that right there shows you that they're not even smart in Canada. They don't even know where they're at on the map. It's your hometown, Kawhi. Just go back to your hometown. And I would love to see this super team. I would love it. I, I hate how people don't like super teams. Super teams have been around forever. Now, Golden State, their super team has been tangled apart. We won't see Kevin Durant. Obviously, he's signing with the Nets. But Klay Thompson, he's got a torn ACL. He won't be back at least until March. Maybe for maybe throughout the entire year. So it will just be Steph and Draymond. They're out. But if you're a Kawhi, you've got Kyrie and KD in the East now. Now you've got Philadelphia with Al Horford, Josh Richardson, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris, and a solid bench that's coming in, potentially. The West right now looks a lot weaker than 24 hours ago. Honestly, right now, the top of the East is better than top of the West. So if I'm Kawhi, it's an easier path to the finals. You get to play with LeBron. It's your hometown. You get to make more money. What more could you want? The only benefit in Toronto is Masai Ujiri. And if he leaves, there's definitely not a good reason why for you to stay in Toronto. Come on, man. It's an easy decision. And the fact that he's dragging all this out, it's a waste of time. And if I'm a Toronto fan, I'm extremely concerned because if you love Toronto, Kawhi, why do you want to take other meetings? If you love Toronto so much, stay in Toronto. Don't take other meetings. You know what you got in Toronto? Sign the contract. But no, he's going to go to L.A. Whether that's the Clippers or the Lakers, I think he's going to go to the Lakers. But I want him out of Toronto. Let's get to the Kemba Walker news of going to Boston. That came. That was one of the earliest things we've seen in the NBA free agency. Now, Terry Rozier, he's going to Charlotte. Kemba Walker to the Celtics, that's a solid sign. But he's not better than Kyrie. But the thing is, he's a better leader than Kyrie Irving. He's a better communicator. And that's what Boston needs right now is a guy to bring all those young studs, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, together and see what they can do. Because that's a solid young core that they got there. Now you add Kemba Walker, a guy who's hungry, a guy who just came from a sorry-ass franchise that is the Charlotte Hornets. He's going to come into Boston. I think he's going to do really well in Boston. But I just I still don't see Boston being the team in the East. Especially losing out on Al Horford, a guy who was so good at defending Joel Embiid. Oh, wait, now Al Horford is on the Philadelphia 76ers. So thank you, Boston. Now, let's look back six years ago. The lopsided trade between the Celtics and the Nets, where the Nets just gave everything to the Celtics for two old heads, and Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce. Ah, oh, man. 
What a terrible trade that was. But six years later, who's got the better future? The Nets or the Celtics? If you ask me, it's obviously the Nets. But hey, who knows? We can't just base things off paper on paper because, hey, we all thought that the Celtics were going to be a championship squad when Kyrie was returning from his injury, coming to a team that reached the conference finals without him. So we'll see what happens there in Brooklyn and Boston. All right, so let's talk about this potential lineup that the Sixers are going to have. Ben Simmons, Josh Richardson, Tobias Harris back at the three. Al Horford at the four. And Joel Embiid at the five. I like the Al Horford fit. He's 33 years old, though. We talked about this. But when Joel Embiid, when he wants to take time off, we have a guy that's able to fill in his spot now. We have a guy who's able to play defense on the perimeter. We have a guy who's able to replace Joel when he's not on the floor. And we have a guy who's going to fit in well in the locker room. A guy who's going to be able to lead this young squad to victory. I'm not sure if that makes them the best team in the East. I still think the Bucs, I still think the Raptors, if they get Kawhi, are still the better teams. But we'll see how that goes down. Because right now, I don't think the Nets are better than the Sixers right now. I think it's close, but I don't think they're better. A healthy KD, along with the Kyrie, sure, yes, the Nets are better than the Philadelphia 76ers. But for now, 2019, the Sixers are better. So right now I have, if Toronto gets Kawhi, Toronto at the one, Milwaukee at two, Philadelphia at three, Brooklyn at the four. Boston at five, and then the rest, you can scramble it amongst yourselves. But right now, I don't think the Sixers are done. I think they still have a lot of adding to do. I think there's a lot of guys out there, like KCP, Contavious Caldwell-Pope. He's still out there. Reggie Bullock is still out there. I think the Sixers really need to add three-point shooting. I'm looking forward to see what Matisse Thibel, the rookie that they just drafted out of Washington, I want to see how Zaire Smith does fitting in this lineup, coming off the bench. We'll see. But right now, on paper, I think Milwaukee and Toronto are the two best teams if Toronto gets Kawhi Leonard. But if Toronto does not get Kawhi Leonard, wow, 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 they fall down the list. They're probably number six on my list. So they could go from one to six just based off one move. So we'll see how that goes down. Reports are coming out that D'Angelo Russell is heading to the Golden State Warriors in a sign-and-trade that would send Kevin Durant to the Nets and D'Angelo Russell to the Warriors. So now, are the Warriors back? Are they back in contention for the NBA championship? Yep, and here it is. If you heard that notification off my phone, that's what it is. Sham Sharania of The Athletic just tweeted out, Warriors are on the verge of acquiring D'Angelo Russell, Trayvon Graham, and Shabazz Napier from Brooklyn, league sources said. Oh my lord. That's going to be something to watch. So now, it's going to be Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, D'Angelo Russell, Draymond Green, and Kevon Looney. That's a solid lineup in the West right there. And I think it brings back the Warriors, from the dead. Because honestly, I didn't even have them as a top three team in the West. But with the addition of D'Angelo Russell, 
Steph, D'Angelo, and Draymond. That's a solid trio right there. And then when you have Klay Thompson coming back, hey, what's not to like about that lineup? Speaking of lineups to like, Chris Broussard tweeted out at 2.01 a.m. this morning and said, and I quote, Kawhi to Lakers rumblings getting stronger and stronger. Iguodala likely to join Lakers after Memphis buyout. Danny Green and Seth Curry in Lakers scope. Lakers offered Rondo vet minimum and 24 hours to decide. Unquote. Oh my God. If this ends up being the lineup for the Los Angeles Lakers, call off the league. The Lakers are going to win the NBA Finals. Because that is a solid bench, along with the second best lineup of all time. Oh my god, this will be amazing. I hope it happens. Like I mentioned before, I love the super team dynamic. I think it makes the league a lot better. It's something to talk about. Wow. Jeez. Imagine Kawhi, LeBron, Anthony Davis, Kyle Kuzma. Andre Iguodala, Danny Green, Seth Curry, Rajon Rondo. Woo! And I still think TJ McConnell goes to LA. The Lakers, not the Clusters. So adding all that together, mm, that might be the best team in the entire NBA. Not, not even might. It is the best team in the entire NBA. That's it. That's the show. Thanks for listening to Philly vs. the World. I'm John Eliano, signing off. Around. Nothing's gonna ever keep you down